Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall. I play Hera on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Fandom Podcast. Welcome to the Fandom Podcast. This is the show that brings together geeks and nerds from across the fandomverse to analyze the news and discuss your favorite TV, movies, comics, and books. In this episode, we are talking about TV, specifically the ads from the Super Bowl in 2018. But first, he's on a horse. He's Nick English. This is a tie dad. Oh, oh, okay. And he is just an extra. He's Jeff Dewis. Are, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to be. Uh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. And you know what? This isn't David Harbour. This isn't tie dad. I am Brandon Ushi. Every ad is a tie dad. It is. It is. Yeah, if only is. we were getting paid to say all these brands we're going to be saying. <laughs> See, that's the thing. This is why companies will do Super Bowl ads is because not necessarily even just the people watching it at the time. It's all the buzz that they get from the show or from the people who are talking about it for weeks. Going, oh, did you see this ad? Did you see that ad? Uh, it's a tight ad, I'm sure, has become a meme across America. I know I used it today. Yeah, that all along right. with all the memes of, you know, Patriots losing finally. Well, OK, so here's the thing. So before anybody tunes out because they're like, they're talking about sports ball, we're not talking about sports ball. We're talking about the commercials that were in between it um, because, you know what, I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. My sister got married the day before, and I ran around like crazy. And so on on Sunday, I uh, kind of sat down and fell asleep for multiple hours because I was exhausted because the Super Bowl. No, not because of the Super Bowl, because of my sister's wedding. I'm going to blame everything for the next about, uh, I'm going to say, three weeks. Anything that I do wrong, it's because of you my sister's wedding. You should have heard the complaining he did during the news episode of, all oh, my settings are wrong. I don't know where my cables are. Now this headphone jack is not working. And <laughs> I, had, I, I had to take things apart. I had to take things apart for my sister's wedding. Dang, sisters. Dang, sisters. Yep, anyway, I agree. Anyway, she's, she's happy. sisters. She's happy. She's in Disneyland right now, and she's not going to listen to this. So, you know, I don't. I don't know that we have any more any anything else to does complain her being about. In so, Disneyland definitely mean she's not listening, or does she just not listen anyway? Yeah, if you're in Disneyland, you're not listening to this podcast. I mean, just just uh, saying. Maybe not this saying, podcast, like, but like, I'm sure my dad would have a head headphone in during Disneyland on his honeymoon. On his honeymoon, <laughs> knowing it my would, dad, probably. yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> And the best part is he might actually okay. listen to this. So, yeah. So if you didn't watch the Super Bowl, you're okay because we're not talking about that. We're talking about the ads. However, Nick, Jeff, you guys watched the big game, correct? More or less. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was in the room. Okay. It was on TV the entire time. <laughs> Do you watch other football games throughout the year? Or is, was this uh, occasionally? It just, I mean, it's not something I seek out or or do. Um, but if somebody's watching it or there's a game, I don't know. Sometimes it's on in the background. Yeah, I never sit. Super Bowl. I never actually sit and watch it. I'm always doing something else. But this is well established. So, generally speaking, if the Seahawks are playing, uh, my. Or if the Seahawks, the Utes, or another team from Utah, when the Utes no longer have a chance of winning the important game, is on, uh, it is on in our house. Okay, so, but you are not necessarily a football fan, uh, I'll watch it. I mean, it's hard for me to not say 
it's hard for me to say I'm not a football fan when my favorite books, one of the main characteristics is football. Well, th- th- that being said, uh, th- I have never seen a Scalorno uh, in, in the <laughs> That's school. That's true. Not yet. I, I don't know. I think they're I kind know. of racist. I kind of, some of them kind of remind me of them. But. <laughs> some days. Some days. You think they okay, look so, like... Uh, that's galactic football. You think they League look West like clear-skinned tentacle creatures with teeth, yeah, when, tooth raspers? And yeah, when they have those tentacles feet. hanging out the back of their helmet. I don't know. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. So just a quick little history lesson here. The first Super Bowl took place in 1967 and actually wasn't called the Super Bowl. It's uh, they retconned it. See, Super Bowl sports and comics have a lot in common. They retconned this, so they do call it Super Bowl One now. But originally, it was called the NFL AFL World Championship because they were merging the leagues and all that fun stuff. So at that time, there were only a couple television stations, and so pretty much all the American households tuned in to watch the big game, and uh, and immediately they realized, hey, we've got a we've got an advertising opportunity on our hands. Um, that first year, a 30-second commercial cost $47,000. This was back in 1967. So adjusted for today, it's, it would be about $298,000 for a 30-second spot, which was pretty expensive. But uh, you take that same 30-second commercial today, and it would cost over 100 times more. And so it would cost about $5 million this time. So these Super Bowl commercials that are kind of ridiculous, people paid five million dollars plus because some of them did multiple spots or long trailers uh just to get the buzz um but i guess uh i guess there are a lot of eyeballs watching it i mean i've already mentioned that i watched a lot of the trailers uh nick and jeff had the game on where you know it it may not have been something that they would have watched before so uh but let's just just as a note the population of the united states since 1967 has grown and with that, the number of televisions have also grown exponentially. So first Super Bowl, Super Bowl one had 51 million viewers. And the most recent Super Bowl, 52. So, yeah, yeah, 52. <laughs> See, I, I'm not a sports ball fan. That's not a sports ball roughly thing. 100 That's a math. That's a language. That's, that's nothing to do with sports. No, it, knowing which Super Bowl it is, I, I was trying to remember if it was LII for sure. And it, and then I was like, yeah, that that's it. And once I knew that it was LII, then I knew that it was fifty two. All right. All right. So uh, don't blame your lack of reading Roman numerals on sports. Rocky Seven, Adrian's Revenge. They almost did away with the Roman numerals after Super Bowl Fifty because they just did it as Super Bowl Fifty instead of L. But then there was a lot of backlash because people really like the Roman numerals, and so they went back. Just so you know. Fun fact. Hmm. Oh, good to know. Sports ball fact. So the first year they had 51 million viewers. This year they had 103 million viewers. And so the cost for those ads basically went from like fractions of pennies to about five cents per viewer. So yeah, like it's gone up quite a bit. There is a lot. It, people spend a whole lot more on the Super Bowl uh, for commercials nowadays than they used to. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts about what it costs or how many people watch? Because it's act- that number, I'm just going to point out real quick before you have something to say, that number is actually going down. Yeah, I mean... The number of viewers are going down? Yeah, it is. Yes. Um, not a, not as many people are dedicated to watching f- four hours of football at 
as there once was in the world. It's true. Um, especially because now, like, they used to have selective games. So, like, there was Monday Night Football, maybe, like, one or two games on Friday and sun or or, sun, or Saturday and Sunday. But now, because we live in a world where you can watch everything all the time, I think people are getting oversaturated. And it's, like, a huge... I mean, I think that's an issue, like, with a lot of stuff, with, you know, a lot of sports and, I mean, even, you know, any other media. And so I think that that's affecting the numbers in a, in a big way. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no excuse to say that's the only thing that I have to watch right now because it's not. We have so much, so many things that we can watch well, at any time on yeah, the And I also feel like because... NFL Sunday ticket is so expensive and it's exclusive to TV. Uh, I mean, they, they still haven't figured out, hey, you know what, we should make this so that it's a lot easier to access other places. I mean, you can still access it on your phone and stuff like that, but I've just heard like terror, like horror stories about, I mean, even NBA, the NBA, whatever ticket and Sunday ticket, uh, NFL, like that they just haven't quite figured out. The reason the NFL is hard to get on digital platforms is because they uh, they sell off the rights to these games and they sell them off for a lot. And so whoever buys it decides that, oh, we want to be the sole provider yeah. of this. They actually, uh, so it was on Fox this year, which uh, YouTube TV is, has live TV. And Fox had a blackout on YouTube TV at that time because they didn't want to, they didn't want to count it. Or not, not Fox, NBC. I, th I think I've said Fox a couple times. It was NBC this year, right? I, I, I don't remember. I'll take your word for it, though. I think it was NBC. See, and this is why the, the networks pay a lot of money, because people never remember what anything's on anymore. They're just like, oh, I'm just going to watch the thing. So, yeah, it was NBC, because right after NBC, there was... It was uh, this Is Us. That's right. This Is Us, yes. And apparently it yep, was with very friend of the show With friend... Yeah, right, right. So... I, d I didn't watch it, but I heard all about it. Was it was funny. I was talking, uh, my sister-in-law and my sister were talking about it, and I just looked at her and go, has Taserface died yet? And my brother and sister-in-law look at me and go, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, fine. Apparently someone hasn't seen really good movies. Oh, so you wouldn't recognize yeah. Anyway. yeah, so Chris Sullivan, uh, who I did get an interview with at the last Comic-Con, played Taserface, and he is, he's a really cool guy. He's a really cool guy. So, so whenever right. I think of Super Bowl um, commercial, I always think of an early joke in Futurama. This is our new company commercial. I got it to play during the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. That's cool. Well, not on the same channel. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, funny. So here's a funny thing. TiVo, which is the company that built their brand on being able to record shows and then skip commercials later. They kind of flipped the model that they had. No, not kind of. They did flip the model that they have for the Watch Super Bowl. Commercials, skip the if game. you, if you, yep, if you recorded the game, you could watch the commercials, and then when you press the skip button, that would usually skip the commercials. It would skip the game for you and just go to the next set of commercials. That's hilarious. So I mean, it, it's a little late, but it, it it's hilarious that TiVo did that. That sounds like something they'd say jokingly, like, hey, what if we did a thing where we skipped the game and somebody's like, April Fools. someone's like, wait, hold on. That's actually a good idea. I'm taking credit. Yeah, you can't have it. That. So that's how business works, right? All right. Well, 
let's talk about for a few minutes. Let's uh, talk about some of these ads. We're going to start out in our trailer park here because there were so many trailers that dropped or or teasers because 30 seconds is $5 million. So you may not get the full trailer. You might, but you're probably not going to get the full trailer. Um, which trailers did you guys see that you thought or, te- or teasers that you that you guys enjoyed? So, uh, the Rock's new movie where he plays someone with a prosthetic leg and a building's going down, Skyscraper. What? That movie looked amazing. <laughs> no, I you did. I, I said, is this Rampage? And they said okay. no, and I didn't watch. Oh, well, we didn't know it wasn't Rampage. I don't uh, remember anyone Mason saying no. Did. But still. He said, no, this is Skyscraper. Uh, the Rock is in so uh, many. Whatever. Yeah, The Rock is in so many movies now. But still, I mean, he there was the rock and explosions were happening and it's like a perfect rock movie. And then the football game came back on. And I immediately said, no, go back to the other thing. This one, that's more interesting. <laughs> is his leg going to hold up or is he going to fall to his a death? Scene where he's hi- hmm. hanging upside down with a rope tied to his leg. And it looks like it's coming unbuckling. Like it's what more suspense do you need? You said, I'm, I'm, I'm way what? Over excited for this. Are you really, are you, <laughs> Are you really this excited? Not really, but it's um, it it'd be a little more too stereotypical of me to say, oh, the solo tra- the solo teaser looked interesting. Oh, but that fur coat, that fur no, that coat. was that was Chewy. That wasn't a. He just oh, has a mustache chewy? now, oh, so you didn't bad. recognize uh, him. Oh, equals yeah. So, uh, so 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 the comment we're talking about solo. Solo colon a Star Wars story. Uh, the fur coat was Donald Glover's Lando, which uh, okay. So he doesn't necessarily look exactly like Billy D. Williams did. But to be fair, this guy I'm doesn't okay look like that. Han Solo either. Yeah, I mean, as long as they can get the attitude down, I'm I'm gonna be okay with that. And to watch uh, to watch Donald Glover stand there in that in that fur coat and that look on his face and the facial hair. I was just like, okay, I could buy that. That's Lando something. I, yeah. That, yeah. They could go for it. They could rename this from a solo star Wars story to Lando, a star Wars Lando, story. And I would be just fine. Uh, I don't know why I'm <laughs> crapping on this movie so hard. It looks fine. Something I never thought about is that the millennium Falcon doesn't have a tan interior. It's dirty white. And so it showed a brand, like I never thought of the idea of a brand new pristine Falcon. Yeah. Uh, With parts that hadn't (laughs) fallen off of it. Um, I think the, I think the most interesting thing for me about that trailer, because yes, I did watch it, um, was the idea. And this is actually something that they did with the legends um, books before, you know, the canon got all changed is there was a whole um series of books about han solo where they talked about how he gained his skills like he gained who he how he had become you know really good at everything he had done and in that storyline they actually just you know he actually went to the empire and was trained as an empire like person and then he realized, I mean, it's kind of like a Finn story and he realized this is not what's for me and then left. And they hinted at that in this, in this trailer. Um, 
I'm going to be the best pilot ever. And so I think it's interesting that they're bringing that story in um, to be canon now that, you know, it can be. So I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I like the idea of that because, you know, where did where did he get all of these, you know, skills yeah, and he and he made he made some comment during there about how he's been on the street since he was little. That may have been in the next one, not in the Super Bowl one. Yeah. So, but uh, the, the thing that I got the kick out of the solo trailer was at the very end it said, "Full trailer release or trailer released tomorrow," and I started laughing like, "Well, then what was this? That was the trailer. There was a that teaser. was the trailer for the trailer." The trailers are having trailers these days. Hey Jeff, Jeff. they could only afford the thirty seconds, so. Yeah, but if you're already, why not make trailer, people watch it twice and get more views? Well, I, it it seems like great marketing yeah, but to me. Then all the people could have flocked to Good Morning America instead of the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, that was the thing I heard was solo trailer to be debuted during Good Morning America. And so when I'm in the other room do, taking care of something, I hear my brother yell, "Solo, what's this?" And I rush into the room, rewind, rewind. So yeah, I didn't know. I did not expect any sort of solo appearance is Woody Harrelson going to make it all the way through solo you think he's going to die I'm positive he's going to die yeah he, <laughs> he'll probably die like that that would make sense I don't know I was just feeling dead air right there. I, don't, I, I don't know if I like the fact that he's in the movie he's been in too many movies like that he's, he's going to seem out of place to me but yeah as the mentor, where he had him in Hunger Games, and he what was other... in uh, Zombieland, oh. and I mean, he's just—he just kind of, yeah, yeah. But the Zombieland character, you, you just have to forgive because it's. I, know, I just, I just feel like he's kind of. And the other, yeah, and the other thing that's interesting about um, Woody Harrelson is that he, I was watching an interview with him, and he said he never watches any movie that he's ever been in. He just doesn't want to see it. And I, I just thought that was really interesting. I was like, okay, I, I mean, I can get, the, you know, like. Let's... I've heard I've heard actors say that about TV shows. Like, I know Andrew Lincoln doesn't watch The Walking Dead because he doesn't want what he sees sure. to affect what he does. Yeah, well, you know, the voice actors who came to Salt Lake Comic Con, they were talking about how they would watch what, uh, their, what they did because they wanted to see the entire story. And, uh, you know, the audio engineers would, like, drop a character's voice. Um, I think... Steve Bloom was saying this about Zeb on uh, Rebels, how he would talk and the audio engineers dropped his voice just a little bit. And so then for season two, when he went to go record, he kept dropping his voice because like, oh, this is how Zeb sounds. And so, uh, yeah, like if you guys wanted I, I can him see deeper, why you, you should have just said that. that. I can do that. <laughs> well, no. And the, then the audio engineers are like, no, I can't use the same profile. If you make your voice different, go back, go back to what it was. So um, what do you guys think about the controversy with this movie? Because everyone kept asking where the solo trailer was, where the solo trailer is. And it, this must be a flop because the solo trailer hasn't come out yet. I just assume. What do you, what do you guys think about that? I just think it's going to be a flop anyway. Well, why? Why? Let me ask why. Oh, come on. You have to know why not by now. <laughs> no, it's only because it's, it's, you have it in the, in the draft. Uh, I I don't have high hopes for this movie in general. I don't know if it's a movie we needed right now. I, I think so. I think choosing a character who we've seen the end of, it feels like his spoiling episode seven, 
I feel like his death in in Force Awakens is kind of like should have been the end of Han Solo. Like he anything from this on should just been the legend of Han Solo. Like we, but it's I don't know. Part of me feels like giving him an origin is kind of cheapening the character. That being said, I'm absolutely gonna see it opening month. I can't guarantee. I, you know, I, 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 I can, I can see that. Like, I, I'm nervous because there's, there's not a lot of high stakes because I know how this is going to end and I know where this has to go. It's kind of like Star Trek Discovery. Uh, there's, there was something that happened this week that, or last week that I was all like, oh, yeah, they're, they're trying to set this up like there's a lot of high stakes right here, but because the writers have come out and promised us on several occasions this is the prime universe i know that none of this matters because they are going to be going to other things and it's just like okay so the peril you're trying to make me feel is not really not really there and uh so i mean that's my problem with prequels is they try to you tell like a regular like oh we're nervous about this story and it just doesn't work um nick what do you think about the marketing uh scare about you know, people freaking out about how the trailer hasn't had just barely come out and if disney thought this was going to be a good movie they'd be hyping it like crazy so i believe that disney just doesn't care like i think they honestly think that it's just gonna make money and so they they're just like you know what let's just drop it at the super bowl and hype it up right before it comes out because it's a lot of money to promote a Star Wars movie. And I think that they, you know, and I think that they probably have also, if you think reservations about it good. just because of the nature of, of production. And so instead of, instead of spending the money and losing it, they will just go off of the nostalgia factor. Like I can, I can clearly see somebody saying, you know what guys, People aren't talking very well about this. Let's not spend a lot of money hyping this. Let's don't get bananas and every cup and 7-Eleven and everything in the world to make this movie successful. And we'll probably just make enough money that we make a profit and then we can move on to episode nine. Yeah, we, uh, so here's something that I just looked up here. Uh, Rogue One had... 122 days between when the movie uh, when the movie came out and its first trailer. So its first trailer and when the movie came out, if we go forward. So they had 122 days. We currently have about 104-ish days. So go back to the Super Bowl and we, you, had, you had some more days. So it really is only about a two-week difference. And I think what the, what the big difference here is we have a May release date. And so people feel like it's later. But it really looks like Lucasfilm is following the Star Wars marketing model to a team. I mean, I literally just got an email that said, Star Wars, first look at Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> like, like, as we were talking about this. I am, I'm baffled that Disney is letting, is letting their big, probably like their biggest superhero movie to date and Solo come out in the same month. Hey, aren't aren't they? I don't think there are very very many people who are going to say I can only see one or the other. I know. I think I know of some people who like I can't. I 
I know a few people who have said, I've asked like, Hey, do you want to go to a movie this weekend? Like I can't, we just did last weekend. We can't afford to do that. You know, I have a friend who has a kid and, and is also pregnant again. So it's like, you know, movie going is going to slow down for some people. And so some go tell them about moviepass.com. And for the price of one ticket a month, they can go see as many movies as they want. Okay. But how does movie pass also cover babysitters? Um, go to babysitterpass.com. Wait, no, hold on. Movie pass. If you're if listening, that's a real website. If you're listening, movie pass, provide babysitters. I don't know how you would do that. Or if that's a good idea, but movie pass. <laughs> it's like Uber, but for babysitters. Yeah, that, that, no, that'd be that, a terrible no, I'm out. idea. Never mind. Don't do it. <laughs> I have an uncle who drives for Uber, and I still wouldn't. Why? I don't want someone you just find on your phone at the last minute to watch your kids. <laughs> okay, so what about then? Uh, we talked about skyscraper. We talked about Solo, and you mentioned the Infinity War. Was was there anything that you saw on the Infinity War trailer that you want to talk about? Uh, there's nothing at first glance. There's a couple moments where like Tony Stark's armor's doing something, uh, not yeah. Know. They're do- they're doing the extremist armor from the comics, but they can't call. That's... But can they call it extremist? I think they can because the reason that so it's not exactly extremist, but the extremist was basically a healing factor, which let, let him take. And the also in Iron Arcria, Man three, they called it extremist. That might just oh, be okay. someone's pronunciation or lazy writing i don't know but yeah it, well i learned it from a comic book so i've only ever they didn't have the pronunciation guides is all i'm saying um but so in that in that one the the iron man suit is basically stored in the empty pockets between his marrow and his bones That's gross. Uh. And, and when he needs it it comes out so i would imagine he needs a healing factor to make that uh. work why does he need uh. that because we've or because they they've run out of cool ways for Iron Man to suit up. I don't know. I think like, the finger. So I bet you. I bet you they cool. don't. I bet you they don't store it in his bones though. I bet you that he has like a wristwatch or something that it flows out of. Yeah, I mean, now that he has shrinking technology from Ant Man, he could just put. Does he? Well, know? I mean, he could. I guess he might have confidence. He might have. He could, he could probably take some some tech from Hank, Pym, and say, "Hey, you know what? I this would be very useful." He would have to steal it. Hank Pym hates the Starks. All right. But, but they arrested uh, Scott Lang. Which is also had the tech. And we all know how Tony just likes to be like, oh, I'll, I'll take a look at that for a second. Or, you know, if he had just seen it, maybe he, he's so smart, he could have just been like, okay, so in order to make that work, you'd have to do this. And Oh, okay. Well, once he I learned about that. the Phantom Zone. Is that yes. where Danny Phantom's from? No. No, okay. wait, you guys have just mixed up so many things. I'm I'm upset. And Perry the platypus, too. That's where he goes. Wait, where did Perry go? It's not, it's hey, where's Perry? Where's Perry? Dooby dooby dooba dooby dooby dooba. Okay. Uh something that's kind of going around the internet is there's just this quick shot of Captain America standing with vision He's got and this other weird people. Shield. And not his weird shield, but that's another that's that's another topic. But there are people saying that is Captain Marvel hiding in the background of this shot. Some people are saying it could be. Well, because it'd be. What do you mean? Does it matter? Are you? <laughs> where, who do you think you're talking to? Where do you think you are right now, <laughs> Jeff? I think you're just thinking about this a little too hard. Let me just enjoy my trailer. Wait, right, wait. Is this alternate world? 
We're in the we are universe because now. normally Spoiler. it's the opposite. Like Jeff's the one that's like, I don't care, and Brandon's the one that's like, let's overanalyze. So I, I, I'm a little confused also, right this now. This isn't my theory. This is I've I saw this theory first kind of debunked before I saw it legitimately. But there are people that maybe Captain Marvel is going to be in this movie. Maybe not. She hasn't showed up in any trailers. And also, yes, Captain America has a new shield that is made out of what looks like Black Panther armor. Or it could be I alien mean, I, tech. Because it kind of looks like that, too. He's in, he's in Wakanda, so my money's on super advanced technology that Wakanda has been hiding from the rest of the world. But also, you have Vibranium. Why not just make him a shield like he's used to fighting with? I mean, obviously. Maybe he said, hey, I would really like I need a sharp edge. using a shield like this. Maybe. And there are some drawbacks to it. I would like shields that can do this and this. And I bet you there's at some point where he takes those shields, one on each arm, and like clashes them together and they connect and he throws it. Oh, no, I'm sure it because... will be awesome, whatever he does. But it's still one of those. When that, when that In that first trailer, when Panther says, get this man a shield, my first thought is, yeah. He, he doesn't need that red, white, and blue one. Just make him another vibranium frisbee. But obviously, <laughs> Except it wasn't just vibranium. It was vibranium adamantium alloy. In the MCU, it's just vibranium. Really? I thought there was an alloy. Oh. No. Uh, well, it's not It's not adamantium. They didn't own it at the time. Well, they still technically don't. Well, I mean, like, but they, they're, they're getting pretty close. I mean, like... It, yeah, they couldn't say it was. They was just it, said it was an adamantium. 2012? Yeah. I don't even say I don't I'm fairly confident they just say it's vibranium but so uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman is rumored to maybe be in the in the Infinity War what how, how would you guys feel if you saw he already Wolverine said that his last battle. movie was Old Man Logan so I believe him no, but he, he did also say in, in an attempt because he knew because he thought it would never happen is that I hear rumors that he said he'd do Wolverine again if it were in the MCU but I'm pretty sure he said that the same reason Mark Hamill said he'd come back for more Star Wars. He didn't think because, it would happen. Because <laughs> he didn't think it would happen. He, he didn't think Harrison Ford yeah. was going to say, I'm okay. only going to come back if Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher come back. And thinking to himself, no way Harrison Ford's saying yes. Harrison Ford's saying yes. I don't know yes. about you. He probably made a ton of money, though, because he did that. Oh, no, he has. But I'm sure it was a lot of work. Oh. I mean, oh, no. A lot of oh, physical no. Work. <laughs> a lot of physical work for not a lot of gain. I mean... Even he was disappointed with how much screen time he had in Last Jedi. I mean, Force Awakens. Yeah, but he made a lot of money just for looking at Rey. Guaranteed. They probably found a way to undercut him because he doesn't have any lines. <laughs> yeah, here's here's one thing. You don't mess with Luke Skywalker. You just don't. Yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't make him mad because they need him for the next movie. I'm sure that they were like, here is a boatload of Uh, money. No, he'll be in the next one. He'll be a force ghost. Come on, Jeff. I know. Jeez. Hey, are we supposed to, are we allowed to spoil that movie yet? I don't know. Sorry. I think we just, sorry, Bobby. We just really spoiled Star Wars. (laughs) Just just stop listening in the past, Bobby. We're done spoiling Star Wars. Probably that's okay. I got it, really upset. I started. It's okay. It. I started. It's it. okay. <laughs> to be honest, I was a little distracted. I was looking at all the other trailers that we have, uh, that we had premiere at the Super Bowl. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, Infinity. What War. do you guys think Looks about great. the Cloverfield mm-hmm. paradox, the Netflix movie that they did the trailer for, and then they dropped immediately after the game? I think that it was genius because 
marketing genius. I I, I mean seriously, yeah. if this if this movie would have had a theatrical run, it would have flopped. But I guarantee you that there was kind of there was a lot of people that I saw that were like, I watched Cloverfield. I liked it better than the first one. And it, like people were talking about it on social media the next day. And that never would have happened if it had a theatrical release. Yeah. So even just getting a little bit more marketing based on that. And then I, I think that it was really smart for them to do that. So, I mean, here's the thing. This movie... This, this this movie had so many production issues because it was actually originally going to be a movie called The God Particle, and it had had been slated for a theatrical release, and it was not part of the Cloverfield universe. And then uh, it got purchased by Netflix, and Netflix said we're going to move it to our show, and then they added the added it into the Cloverfield world. And I tell you, I mean. Yeah, it's everything that I've seen of it has been lackluster reviews. Like they tried and it failed. Um, but you know, here's the thing about Netflix: they wanted to get you to stop watching your normal television and start watching Netflix. Did you watch that? And you're like, oh, well, that wasn't so great. Oh, but here's an ad for Altered Carbon, this this other sci-fi show. Maybe I'll like that one. I've heard a lot of things that about that one. People so, have liked it. Yeah, so it, it it I think it was a genius way to bring people off of NBC and onto Netflix because I mean, NBC always puts a big show right after the Super Bowl, a show that they want a big bump to because they want to first off help that show or not NBC, all stations, but they want to first off help that show. And then second off, they want a good show that will keep people on their station because then they get to sell more commercial time, which is what we're talking about here. Right. So um, I just want to know how Netflix kept it a secret because the very next day on, on Monday I was driving to work and I saw on one of the digital billboards a billboard for Cloverfield Paradox. And I was like, whoa, so you're saying that mark, regular marketing teams from across the country had imagery for this to put up the very next day and nobody leaked it. I mean, there were rumors of it like the day before the Super Bowl. But nobody leaked it that far in advance. Do you want to know why no one leaked it? Because nobody thought that it would matter. Like, honestly. (laughs) If I saw, oh, Cloverfield 3 is coming out or 2, whatever, and I was, you know, in charge of ads, I'd be like, huh, didn't know that was coming out. (laughs) It wouldn't matter to me. Like, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) That happened with us at our work. We had we built the sign, and then we were told take it down. That's not announced yet. And then it got announced, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh!" And we didn't <laughs> care. It's like, hey, do you know the gateway's getting a bit Dave and Buster's? Yeah, I I built the sign. <laughs> um, that's a little conversation I had on this podcast. So another uh, another thing that I noticed about all the trailers is there was a trailer for a sh- a show called Castle Rock on Hulu. There was another trailer for some show called Westworld on HBO Now. Yeah, I like that show. And then there was another trailer for Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. And I'm probably going to watch that one too. I don't know. I'll give it a chance. Here we go. I mean, we've got the, I mean, you got the big tent poles, the big blockbusters. You got Infinity War, Solo, Skyscraper, Fallout. But then all of the other, well, most of the other big trailers were for. Online streaming properties. And yeah, HBO has a cable channel, but a lot of people watch it online now. And so, I mean, that... uh, You got to steal that password from your mom. 
HBO Go. <laughs> um, do you guys have anything to say about the Jurassic World trailer? Looked like a horror, more horror than fun. You know, just it, it made no, me I'm excited sure to see it. Going for, but like, see, I felt know. I felt the opposite. I was mad at this trailer because I felt like this trailer spoiled a lot of things. If they had just kept to the premise of, hey, we've got to rescue the dinosaurs from this island, that might have been one thing. But they, I feel like they choreographed so much of the movie in that. It it kind of gave made me think that the dinosaurs were a girl's nightmare and none of the dinosaurs <laughs> it were was real all a dream at times. So it's like, oh man, how pissed would that make fans? <laughs> Turns out the last five Jurassic Park movies. No, it was just a, an a elaborate video game that Hammond made um, to scare children. It's a VR situation. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I. This is what I'm kind of hoping. I'm hoping that they know that they shouldn't spoil the movie. And so they're kind of putting shade over our eyes, thinking that we know what's going to happen. And then that will be like the first half hour of the movie. And then the rest will be different. See, well, you know, the first movie had a major plot point. Well, not, I guess not a major plot point, but a, a rather famous line that was not only not in the movie, but it was very much against char- the character's motivation. Uh, there's, the uh, concept of taking the raptors out to hunt down the big bad dinosaur uh, in the trailer, Chris Pratt's character Owen says, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it my way. And it shows him riding his motorcycle with the raptors in the movie. He doesn't want to do that. Like in the movie, that's like, no, we're not using my raptors. And then he finally it's the submitted. So there's a good chance. None of the footage in the trailer is actually. Yeah. And, and, and that's very possible, but I just, I don't have a lot of faith in Jurassic World trailers just because I feel like, I don't know. I don't know who does it just because it's on Nick's box office. <laughs> I, I just feel like, I feel like it's a, I feel like trailers very much are spoilery and action movies and the sci-fi movies. They, let's be honest. They don't have that big of a plot. There's only so much that you can spoil. Yeah. Yeah. Shows yeah. Up. Yeah, that's there. You go. That's the. Did that's you notice the really color mean. correction? That going back to the Infinity War, he's a little bit more purple in this one. Well, that's also the just the whole scene is so, dark. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I I kind of. There's also a whole bunch of people saying that he has scars on his face now. He has three scars on his face. Oh, Wolverine. So it's either Captain America's new shield or Wolverine is the. Interesting. The prevailing theories. Huh. Hmm. My, My money is that it doesn't matter. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 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 another thing. But if the choices are Wolverine, I mean, who's race parents really? Does it really matter? <laughs> Obviously, uh, it's yes. Wolverine and okay. Cap. Aren't you listening? <laughs> wow, that's that would be that would be awesome. All right. Well, there was one other trailer that I saw that I thought was very interesting. Um, I don't like horror movies. I don't like stuff like this. Dundee. A Quiet Place. Yeah, I didn't watch that that one. That looked intriguing. It looked like it would freak me out. But the whole premise is there's this family and they have to stay quiet because there's some monsters out there. And if they they make noise, they... There's a trailer before Star Wars. If they make noise, they get killed. 
found and the killed. Found. And found. apparently they've got like these big scratching. Like you watch the dad in one of the trailers laying down sand for them to walk on. Yeah. And uh, the director talks about how they only communicate in sign language. And they have a system of lights that are set up like at nighttime. The lights are yellow when everything's fine, like white, yellow, like normal lights. But then like if something's going on, they can flip a switch and change them to red, which I'm assuming means, hey, this is no good. Danger, Will Robinson. I don't like horror movies, but the trailers, okay, they did their job. They did their job, and mm. it was worth the five million dollars if they can get people to go see that movie. And it has Jim um, Halpert yeah, in it. So, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, when did he become like an action star and all this? He he went from Jim to this guy, and well, now I mean, he's been talking Ryan? about John Krasinski. Yes, from the office. Uh, I mean, he was in Leatherheads sure. like way back. Yes. He's he's done a lot of movies. Yeah, but I mean, he's done Leatherheads so, is a comedy. He is actually also the director of this one. So, oh, yes. Quiet Place, he is director by oh, directed by John Krasinski. They uh, one of the thirty second spots had with his brother Benedict Cumberbund. <laughs> now we're just so. saying dumb names. Yeah, uh, Sorry, one of the trailers or one of the thirty second spots that they ran on this was actually him talking about it, and it was really kind of fun to watch him avoid spoiling things. Like, oh, that's how you do it. That was pretty. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. So, yeah. That, I mean, those are those are the trailers. I mean, that's our trailer park. It's pretty filled up, pretty full. Um, do you guys have any other trailer e things that you want to talk about? There was no Deadpool two. There trailer, wasn't. Which I'm sad about, and also don't really care. <laughs> like it's. It seemed like a good time, but I can see how Deadpool. Well, so Deadpool, they didn't want to spend the money on it, but they also they got to cash in on a lot of the same, uh, a lot of the same hype and buzz around the Super Bowl. Because what does Ryan Reynolds do? He uh, live tweeted the the Super Bowl. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, uh, so I we're assuming it's Ryan Reynolds because it was from the Deadpool movie account. No, I, I like to think that it's Deadpool, that it's Deadpool breaking yeah. the fourth wall. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so, oh, so he, man, they live tweeted the game, and so they got the marketing buzz from the fact that they live tweeted the game without having to pay a penny for Super Bowl Super Bowl advertising, and they still got the news buzz and all that stuff. So, there's a lot of really good I, marketing going on for this Super Bowl, like original marketing. Or just different, yes, you know, yeah. instead of just being like, well, hey, here's an ad. Go Daddy. There was no Go Daddy commercial this year. That's a weird. puppy monkey baby. Go Daddy, uh, they decided to change some things. They got bought by another oh, company. Okay. And they decided to change how they were marketing things. They are a very different company than they used to be. Very different. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. Um, I mean, there's usually some, like, mainstays. That are always kind of people that are Super Bowl commercials, and it seemed like there were different ones this year, which I liked. I liked that there was some different stuff going on. So, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, what, so okay, so let's let's spend a minute here and let's talk about our favorite commercials, and then we'll talk about our least favorite commercials. So I'm going to start out because I think we all had the same favorite commercials. Was uh, the tight ads with David Harbor? 
holy cow like david harbour has gone from hey i know that guy he was in like two episodes of law and order stranger things hey he's the stranger things guy and he is hellboy and he's killing it on social media um and now he's the it's not a tie dad um at first i thought that he was saying tied dad like he was a dad that washes with tide and it's because (laughs) i was kind of half watching oh and so i was like oh they're promoting that men can do laundry too and then i finally figured it out (laughs) tide tide pods not just for eating anymore yeah and that i don't know I, i mean i was like half you know there was a lot of people talking i was trying to pay attention from the other side of the room but that that's what that's yeah. what i thought they were doing when i first saw them and then i kind of caught on later <laughs> I, I liked how they took the commercials the, the the formats that existed in the regular uh in in, in the, the expected formats for commercials and they twisted them and said nope nope this nope it's ad. not this kind of commercial <laughs> it's a tie yeah, it was really smart the most genius was when the second run of that and they had the Old Spice guy, the look it down, look at your man, look back to me guy. And Tide appeared in his Spice. hand instead of the deodorant. And then he's on the other side of the horse. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, yeah. It's a tie dad. <laughs> and the guy, the guy like um, doing I the liked... car and he's like, look at that shirt. It's a tie dad. <laughs> if, if the clothes are just a little bit too clean, you can it's tell a it's a tie dad. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, the Mr. Clean. So they took the Super Bowl commercial from last year where Mr. Clean of CG Mr. Clean was cleaning up and the housewife looked at him and was like in love with him. And then it cut away to the housewife again. They cut back and it changed from Mr. Clean to, to David <laughs> Harbour. You know what? I'd be googly eyeing him too. So I get it. So it, it, It's a tight ad. Um, I liked how they used a bunch of products that were in the Procter & Gamble uh portfolio of products so they i mean it was a tight ad just as much as it was an old spice ad because now we're talking about old spice too but uh procter and gamble couched everything around tide so um the the old person medicine commercial i'm not sure what kind of medicine it was supposed to be but no it wasn't uh, it wasn't a medicine commercial it was for um doing like having a retirement plan Oh, that's right. That's it right. Was it, was, it was a financial planning kind of a thing. It was. You don't want to be. Then, you don't want to be yeah, working. We you don't want to be working into your old age. Is what it was. And then they changed it. It's a tight ad. So, um, I've actually used that in day to day speech with other people, and so that is a meme from the Super Bowl that will that will live on in infamy because it's a tight ad, or at least for the next week or so. We'll see. Um. What which which commercials were your guys' favorites? Because you can't take the tie dad ones because I there did was there was a really genius one with Chris Pratt for a, a beer, and he's so he gets he's so excited like I got I got this beer commercial and he's every, he's running he's training and everyone he's talking to like yeah I, I got that commercial I got it yeah it's me at the end of it he goes up to the studio and All right, what's your name uh, Chris Pratt All right you're right over here. And he points to a pile of extras. Yeah, they're just a, laying a there. A big in group a pile. of extras, like oh, they're all on okay, top of each sure? other. Yeah, all you dead like a zombie apocalypse. A line of a, a line, yeah. a group, an extra. 
<laughs> so just as a heads up for anybody who's listening, if you want to go to YouTube and watch all the Super Bowl ads and you find this playlist that says YouTube ad blitz, I'll watch all the Super Bowl ads and it has 125 ads in it. Just as a heads up, it's not all of the <laughs> Super Bowl ads. Um, because I didn't see that one and I, I went through all 125 of them. So, oh, but it gets better because later there's another commercial for this same beer and Chris Pratt is in the background of every shot, like <laughs> eagerly trying to get into the screen. And so it's, it's, yeah, a, it's cool. It's kind of meta and whatnot. I'm not sure I'm using meta, right? But the idea of setting up the, he's just an extra and then following through on yeah, the extra. Pretty, yeah. Was that's pretty genius. good. Okay. I'll that's tell you what good. my favorite one is. And it, and it's mainly just because it made me laugh the most out of all of all of them was um, the the commercial for the NFL when Eli Manning from the Giants is is sitting there and like the Giants oh, had a yeah. terrible season like really bad but like two of their like main stars on their team had just the funniest commercial because like they they he, he they're like practicing for the NFL or something like that and then all of a sudden Eli Manning starts dancing to the dirty dancing song by Patrick Swayze <laughs> yeah. and they are doing like the choreography and uh, i mean and then it it just kept going like it's you thought it was going to stop and then they actually do the lift and everything and like all the other players are like dancing in the background yeah, and there's a scene where a coach is about to stop it. Yeah, and, and like everyone was laughing. Everyone was laughing. I didn't watch those because the Eli the, Manning ones kind in of in the room, and I was just I was just cracking up so bad. And I was like, "This is the best performance that Eli's had in the Super Bowl. Like, I, it was awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it's got to be hard to be Peyton Manning's brother." Especially when Peyton Manning also had a commercial <laughs> during the Super Bowl. Oh. I don't re- I don't remember what his was for. Oh, it was um, like some. I, mean, I think it was Universal Studios or something. But he, it's when you kind of just think if you're Eli, you just want to go to paint and go. Just come on, man. The, just give me one of these. <laughs> yeah, like I. You're well, not like the in difference the, you're not is, even is that a player Eli Manning is here. still playing and Peyton isn't. And also, Peyton like took really seriously his. Yeah like the idea that he would be in ads and stuff. And so he took acting lessons. Like he went out and paid for acting lessons. And that's why he's like way more charismatic and oh, better in his commercials. Um, Cause he knew that that would be something that he could do. And I mean, he was just smart marketing on his part and establishing his brand as a, as a player. But yeah, that was, that was funny. The, my other favorite one was the Alexa voice one. Yeah, that and that's mainly just because oh, I have Alexa a lot of nostalgia voice. with Alexa right now because my son loves talking to Alexa. So, so it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, a little too much if you depending on your mood. Sometimes your son and Alexa are adorable. Other times you want to just strangle something. <laughs> <laughs> but the Alexa losing her voice is funny. You should that one. It's that one we can't really imitate because it involves celebrities and it it just we can't do it justice. So go look that one up. All right. Um. I'll. I'll and I, you know what? I'm gonna have links to a ton of these in the show notes. 
Um, and be, and I will give you specific links and not like the whole YouTube ad blitz thing that drove me nuts. Um, also there were ads in the YouTube ad blitz thing. And that made me mad because I pay for YouTube red so that I don't have to see ads in between the videos that I'm trying to watch. Anyway, anyway. Um, okay. So another highlight for me was the Danny DeVito human M&M. <laughs> that yeah, that was funny. Funny. <laughs> commercial. That... Mainly because he looks like an M&M. Who else are you going to cast? And he kind of talks like Red, and he's kind of cranky like Red. So he's like, "Hey, I got hair," and she's like, "Not that much more." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yes." <laughs> Do, is Danny DeVito still all there in the head? I don't know because it feels like between some of the stuff I've seen from him from Always Sunny, uh, which to be fair, that could just be his character. I don't watch the show. It's like, are they just taking advantage of a poor old man at this point, or is he? Well, he's aware? 73 years old. Um, so, I mean, he's not young. Yeah, but that's a hard 73, though. He also shares a birthday with me. In November. So. Oh, well, in that case, no, that clearly answers my question. He's he's insane, yeah. See, I so. didn't, I didn't, I was So, yeah, uh, so this, in this commercial, this Red picks up a, a lucky penny, and he's like, sometimes I wish I were a human, and he turns into Danny DeVito, and then he has Danny DeVito's luck. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. He runs around asking people, do you want to eat me? <laughs> and the answer is no. And he's so excited about no. that. Um, yeah. Can you imagine what you would do if Danny DeVito came up to you and said, do you want to eat me? <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I think that would answer my question on whether or not they're just taking advantage of an old man. <laughs> yes, that would. Yes, that, well, he's doing it anyway. Do you, Let's just film it. Like, uh, No, I don't want to eat you. But do you know where you are right now, sir? <laughs> Uh, let's see some of the other some of the other good ones um the i thought we were talking about bad ones now no no we're we're, we're, oh, we're rounding okay. out our we're good doing ones good um i mean there was a trailer for mission possible six it yeah, looked like yeah. a mission impossible that, that, that one was what it was on. there was something else that i liked and i trying to remember what it was um and maybe it'll come back to me maybe it won't we'll see so, okay, so let's let's do that then. Let's jump into the ones that we didn't like. Um, I'll let you guys go first. Um, there was the one that was they were trying to bring an animal in. Well, it was a kangaroo. It was dumb. There was a kangaroo one. Um, and it was just like there was a kangaroo at a party, and then he's like, "Hey, you're a kangaroo," and I was like, "Budweiser frogs have been done, guys. Come on." Um, animals are overdone, people. Jeez. The other ones that I... Th- I mean, they tried to do the hamsters with the scion. It didn't work. No, no, it didn't. No, it just saying. Especially because I'm pretty sure the hamsters were Kia. It was, you see, that's okay, how well, bad they were. That's how, Obviously, it didn't work at all. I'm proving your point. It <laughs> he, he, didn't work. I also didn't like the one with Matt Damon. That was kind of dumb. Matt Damon. With the water. The water. Or the alcohol one. Matt Damon did an alcohol one? Was, That's how bad it was. Neither Jeff nor it I was, saw it. It was that was Stella water. Is I don't know if it's alcohol or if it's like sparkling Stella water. Is a beer. Stella or a Rios or Okay, so yeah, there you there you go. But but it I mean, okay, it wasn't it was only dumb because it was like, Hi, I'm Matt Damon. This is what we're doing that's cool. Hi, I'm Matt Damon. So it wasn't I'm being funny paid to say drink this beer. Oh, I'm not allowed to drink it. Well, right and now. like what it was is 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 that the 
they donated water to disaster relief. So it's not dumb in the sense that they did that, but it was like not yeah. a Super Bowl commercial. I mean, to be a you Super Bowl commercial. Like, like it's cool that they did that. Like it's cool that they did that. And it's cool that they provided water for, you know, disaster relief and stuff like that in cans. And that like, that's cool. But I was just like, yeah, moving on. To me, it <laughs> seems like to be a Super Bowl commercial, you have to do like one of two, one of three things. You either have to be really funny. You either have to have a really big like political point because that's a lot of companies like to make political points during the Super Bowl. Or you have to be like a really warm, heart touching story that make, you know, make people. Well, and I guess they were trying to do that with that one. It, it just, just did. Kind of it just wasn't on point. Um, hmm. The other one I didn't really like was the monster. Oh, under yeah, the that bed was one. dumb. Like, that was yeah, those whole turbo tax. Mine, the commercials is getting weird. Like I'm sitting there and I have my nephew on my lap and he turn, looks up at the ad and I'm thinking, I don't want him to think that there's a monster under his bed. He's four. Like he doesn't understand that this is just a humorous thing for taxes. What was that? What but it, for? Yeah, it was for turbo tax, yeah. but is it really that? Yeah. Turbo tax. I didn't think so. But I mean, that's what he's saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like he doesn't get it to him. He's just seeing something under his bed. Um, so one of the ones that I hated was the banquet. Uh, oh, what was it? The banquet uh, bowls, the they, they did their uh, they they marketed some. I don't. They're not called Super Bowls, but they're uh, they were the ones with like, oh, we're gonna add mac and cheese and then a hearty portion of protein with chicken. And I'm just like, your banquet. You're the place that sells me seventy five cent TV dinners. And I know you're trying to rebrand yourself to make people think that you're not this terrible frozen food company. You're what I eat when I don't feel like cooking. You're what I eat when I f- don't feel like cooking and don't have any money. I mean, as a as a, uh, I was probably about 20 years old, and there were there were months where I pretty much lived off of those things, and then I felt like I was going to die afterwards. Yeah, I mean, maybe that maybe that has more to do with why I didn't like those commercials. But they, I mean, they just felt like regular commercials to me. Yeah. I we, we never talked about the Mountain Dew was, Doritos yeah, commercial with it. Peter Dinklage. That's that's the one that I was like, oh, there's one more. There's one more that I really liked. And I can't remember what it is. It's like I I thought it turned out great, but they shouldn't have released it online like a week ago. And so yeah, I, I kind of did that already. I'd I already didn't seen it. See it, but I knew it was coming. And then also when it was clear that neither of them were well, when it was clear Morgan Freeman wasn't doing his own rapping, I was like, oh. Because I yeah that that was kind of sad. It was yeah. Busta Rhymes. Like at first, I would have bought more yeah. uh, Dinklage yeah. doing his rapping, but the Morgan Freeman voice just wasn't right. Well, Dinklage had like the facial expressions and ticks and stuff like that. Dinklage is pat. committed. Like he did such a good job with the attitude. Dinklage, that man he, deserves an Oscar. Morgan Freeman, what, dude, that guy is so freaking awesome. <laughs> I love him and his space pants. Morgan Freeman's just an eighty-year-old man, so he can't do quite the same set of things that peter dinklage can do yeah yeah i think i would have liked it a lot more if they would have just had them rapping i mean they i would have been completely fine if they auto-tuned them like that would have been fine with me yeah pick Uh, your battles like you could we can have them really rap and auto-tune or we can just do it in post Uh, do the auto-tune i see i think dinklage could have actually rapped 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it would have been Morgan pretty Freeman. awesome though. Like, can you imagine this like the one Morgan thing Freeman. like that would be something that you just never would have thought you would have heard in your life. I'm known for talking slowly. And he could have rapped slowly. And that would have been fine. Like this. Like Although it was it was very <laughs> clever of Mountain Dew and Doritos to do that together, even though I'm sure they're owned somewhere by the same people, but it's still yes. Hey, we have a product called Ice. Well, we just released a fire product. Collab. Let's work together. Split the bill for the Super Bowl commercial. We don't have a budget enough for this, but you, but you know, our there was a combined. lot of a lot of animation and stuff in that. You so. pay for the Super Bowl ad, we'll pay for the uh for the celebrities. So I mean, the five million dollars for the thirty-second spot is just for the time. It's not even for the production of the commercials. And I mean, Doritos in the past they've done their competitions where people submit commercials, and so those are essentially free. But the yeah, when you add in uh, when you add in the the cost to pay Morgan Freeman and Peter Dinklage and all of the animation. Yeah, that that was not a cheap commercial to produce. All right, so I have one more that I think just didn't really quite hit the mark. Go for it. And I I would say the Bud Knight commercial. And this is coming from somebody that loves medieval stuff and, like, the costume was cool and, like, I kind of get the premise, but I I just felt like the timing was off on it. Comic-Con. I I foresee Bud Knight. Well, I mean, he was sitting in the, the like, he was sitting at the Super Bowl. Like, they showed him on camera sitting in a seat. Yeah. So it it's going to be a thing, you know, like, that he's around. It's going to be the next Burger King or, you know, I King or something. It's going to be the next Burger King, but not as creepy. Yeah, but not creepy. But I, I mean, And I'm okay with that, but I just thought the commercial was just kind of, it was okay. I mean, you didn't get a kick out of, oh, if you guys survive this, you guys are welcome to come to the party I'm getting ready for. No, no, we probably won't. Fine. And then he... Okay. <laughs> I mean, but, but I love the... Like, I love that time period and stuff, and so just the costume itself was cool looking. So, anyway. See, I also I also did not like the Febreze commercial. I don't, I don't think that one landed. Yeah. That took me a minute. Yeah, like, it was just like... What? This is just a whole lot of stupid. Like, they said it just a few too many times. It's like, yeah, we. They we were get trying. It. They were trying to get yeah. a meme, or they were trying to get a catchphrase, and it just. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it might no, have been. It's a tight ad. That might have been no, funnier had they bleeped it, like not said bleep, but literally. Well, my son is don't bleep, don't stink. And so I don't know. That might yeah, have hit that, a bit better because like that might have been because then they could have been like Tide tried to get swear words in the Super Bowl and this is all they let him do and then that adds extra talking on top of it. <laughs> what did you think about Martha Stewart I, and the Jack in? and Box, Jack in the Box one? There was a I, Jack in the Box where she's like, "You can make." Like, no fast food restaurant will have this, and then the Jack in the Box guy storms out and he says, "I have that in my." Yeah, I don't know. It was okay. Uh, I, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I didn't see that what one. What did you think of it? Uh, you're the one it, who saw I, it. it was fine. I mean, All it right. was... There's some people that said that was the funniest one, and I was like, hmm, now I know what type of humor you like. Did, <laughs> like, yeah, did it make so. you want to buy Jack in the Box? No. Okay. Is there even a Jack in the Box? 
they're down in southern yeah they're southern utah there, there's Lake. one there's some in st george you can go there the only one i've ever eaten at is in mesquite yeah lena and i went uh when we, we went to california and like nevada and stuff like that and it was fine i have friends that love it like yeah when i lived in california we'd yeah. go to jack in the box so i mean it, it was it was a, it's a fast food joint i like it better than burger king and mcdonald's but um i don't like it as much as in and out so yeah, so yeah, it's it's good but it's not like oh we're in southern utah gotta have jack in the box yeah yeah, yeah. it's more um, like are you hungry? it's worth trying it's, it's worth trying i mean it's burgers okay, and fries and they have a lot of people like love their tacos with ironically yeah their tacos like, are actually really good and they're and they're like a dollar for two tacos like yeah, i mean they're super cheap maybe that's why i liked it because i lived in california when i didn't have a ton of money <laughs> so here's where here's something that i feel like the febreze ad going back to the febreze ad for a second missed febreze is also owned by procter and gamble so why didn't so they, they could have easily do it it's a tight ad they could have done that i don't know they, maybe who knows maybe they thought this tight ad thing isn't there's one guy thinking this tight ad thing isn't gonna last we gotta have one commercial where hellboy's not in it or maybe they couldn't <laughs> afford to get Harbor, uh david harbaugh for that long and that's also not his name what's his name harbor. Is, is david, I said it right harbor yeah that's right yeah i said harbaugh so. that's the coach yeah, no, yep, I Jim uh, Harbaugh. Hmm. Yeah, the that's other, a, that's the a, other that's one in Baltimore. I don't know his name. Interesting. Okay, yeah, so uh, we've we've talked about our favorite ads. We've talked about our least favorite ads. Are these ads going to be memorable? Are we going to remember these ads twenty years from now? Uh, I was just thinking about the ones that I do remember, and I remember the Budweiser frogs. I remember some of the Doritos commercials. I remember this one that I really liked just because it had Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone and it was a bunch of pigeons trying to poop on a car. And I thought it was really <laughs> funny, like, but I was probably like 12, 14, 16, I don't know, somewhere in my teens. Um, and I remember I was watching the Super Bowl alone in my house when that one was on. Like I remember like no one in my house was watching the Super Bowl and I was just sitting there by myself watching it. Um, uh, I can't sing. Go ahead. I remember Why that one alone? just because all of my family didn't care. I was just watching it at my house. Like it was remember, Super Bowl Sunday. He was Sunday. born into a house of estrogen. Yes, it's true. I, th- I know. You're I still know, born like, of man. Like me and my dad would watch it every once in a while and stuff like that. Like we, you know, but it wasn't like this thing that like our family didn't. I remember specific, and it might have not been that same Super Bowl, but I remember that Emmett Smith was in the Super Bowl. It was the Cowboys versus someone. And uh, I remember watching it just because everyone at elementary school or whatever was like, Emmett Smith is the greatest court, you know, greatest ever. And I was like, all right, I'll watch this guy. And then, yeah. I mean, so here, here are some of the ones that I, the Super Bowl commercials that stick out in my brain. And they're not necessarily Super Bowl commercials that I had seen because one of them came out the year that I was born. Uh, so it came out before I was born, but I've seen this commercial several times and it's been, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll know exactly which one I'm talking about. The 1984 Apple, Apple Macintosh yeah, commercial. The Apple commercial. I, I mean, that, that one is pretty iconic. Um, the, is that the one where she throws the hammer? Yep. Yep. That's, that's the one where she throws the hammer. I mean, what other, uh, w- which other 
commercial or which commercial from this year is going to well, hold up like that? There's I been mean. a ton of Pepsi Cindy Crawford commercials, and they had one of those, and like this time, so that like that was kind of a nostalgia thing. That yeah, okay, you know, so like Cindy Crawford's been in a bunch of Pepsi commercials, so at least that I remember. Or uh, the the Larry Bird and Michael Jordan showdown for McDonald's. That was cool. Commercial. Oh, that and the was... Michael Jackson Pepsi one. Yeah. That was cool. Um, I mean, you got the Budweiser Clydesdale. Yeah, those are classic. Uh, and they, from a few yeah, years ago. They, well, they did a series of those ones after they did the Budweiser Frogs. Did they, yeah. did they do the Taco Bell dog? I don't know if they did one of those. I, I vaguely remember that. So I don't know that it's a tight ad has enough staying power to be I think considered. It, I think that one has the most callback ability. But, yeah, but I, I don't think it I has think you're right. There's power. not. Yeah. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Then there's the classic oh. Mean Joe Green commercial. Was that a Super Bowl or was that just a commercial? The one where he throws the. Oh, I think that was a Super Bowl commercial. That's a super. That was a Super Bowl commercial. That was in. That's been parodied a lot. 1979. That was 1979. So. I remember the Emerald Nuts ones. They did those for like the last few years. The Emerald Nuts. Yeah, yeah, they they did those. But yeah, this year I I just felt like there was a lot of commercials that were lacking. There, yeah, there were some fun commercials, but I don't think any of them are are going to last. So. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the Super Bowl ads. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about with that before we wrap things up? No, I'm, I'm good. That, that, if only we are being paid for nearly as much as advertising I tell you, you're giving these. Things. I remember any company that wants to run a 30 second spot on this show, <laughs> I will only charge you $1 million. That's like one fifth the price of the Super Bowl. Nice. Should we ignore the fact that $10 on Patreon will get it for you? Yes, because I don't want them to know that they can do that. Um, you know, I'd be happy with $10 from Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> like, <I'm>, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, Not that I, we'll turn down the 10 bucks, but. All right. So since we are, since we're at that point and we're mentioning Patreon, uh, we are doing oh. another Funko Pop giveaway on Valentine's Day. On uh, So on Valentine's Day, we're going to figure that out and pick a name and put it post it up on patreon so that the winners know you can head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast before then to enter to win while you're over there you can see which star wars rebel character we have chosen for the for the giveaway you know, <laughs> because we, we, we have to do there. star wars apparently yeah the, the, the next one probably won't does. be star wars you know what yeah, the next funko pop will not be star wars i i was thinking about it though i was looking at all the funko pops and i was like oh rebels is coming back let's do a rebels one I'm excited. Apparently, about we have Star Wars on the my brain. Favorite a lot. character from Rebels. Oh, that's cool. So, you know what? I just remembered the Heisenberg commercial for E Trade. Oh, that was <laughs> say my that name. Was a good one. Say my name. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So. That one just came to my brain. Um, <laughs> oh, the Keegan Michael Key one this year, where he exp- over explained stuff. That was hilarious. <laughs> okay, I'm done now. <laughs> sorry, right, I just right. I'm just remembering tra- <laughs> remembering stuff now. <laughs> You got to save that for your outros. Save it for your outros. So, all oh, right. I have an um, outro. So, I think. Yeah. So, so on Valentine's Day, head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast. You will be able to see those that Funko Pop. You will be able to, if you're not signed up already, sign up to enter to win it. You will also be able to find out who my favorite Star Wars Rebels character is. Um, 
So quick note, like we've talked about the past couple of times, because people have been asking, well, why are you doing all this on Patreon? Why don't you just do a Facebook giveaway like you've done in the past? Why don't you just make people enter a review and things like that? Um, it's not because I'm trying to use Patreon to grow us to be millionaires because we're talking $10 30 second ad spots here. Um, so, um, but it's more because we are growing a fun community over there. There's, there's, you know, we've talked, we've had opportunities to talk to you guys about things that it, it's just been a lot of fun to talk to you. And you know what? It's funny because you're over there and we're not necessarily talking to you on Patreon, but we're getting to know you and we know who you are because of that. And so we can talk to you in the methods that you prefer the most. So, we, we don't want to mess with podcast reviews that can be faked. We don't want to mess with downloads that can be purchased or uh, Twitter and Facebook things that can be manipulated. We want to deal with actual people. And Patreon is the way that we found is the easiest way to find out who those actual people who we really like to spend time with are. Um, all right. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, that sounds fun, and but I don't know that I want to spend the money, you can dip your toe in. You can, you, you, you can get to know us a little bit. Uh, Nick doesn't bite very often. Hard. Um, <laughs> I knew I was opening the door for that one. Okay, so. I was going to say I don't bite, I nibble. All right. <laughs> yep. All right. So apparently Jeff is uh, the person that Danny DeVito wants to avoid because if he came up and said, do you want to eat me? I'll, I'll, I'll nibble on you. Um, <laughs> all right. I mean, you're not curious of what Danny DeVito tastes like? I mean, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So again, uh, taking advantage decision. of a poor old man. Like I said, like I said, the, uh, if you're thinking about pledging, head over to Patreon, check it out. But you can also send us messages at Facebook, which is facebook.com slash fandom podcast on Twitter at fandomcast. You can send us emails, feedback at fandompodcast.com. You can head to the website, fandompodcast.com slash contact. There's really like all the different ways. I'm thinking about putting a phone line in for you guys to leave a voicemail. And that is really anachronistically said. I'm basically thinking about adding a phone line for people to leave voice messages. Let me know what you think. Um, if you want to help support the show, you can do it on Patreon. You can also I'd like to point out this is the first we're hearing about a phone line. Well, I I really like the idea came to my mind as I was reading that. I was like, oh, that might be fun. Okay. So I, I do phones for a living. So I well, I know you see, how my to do boss has been threatening since he found out about this thing to call in, and I keep telling him that's not how it works. Oh, but now oh, you're the... thinking about making it. That's how it works. Yeah, oh. yeah. That may have been in the back of my head because you told me that story before. <laughs> so that may have been in the back of my head <laughs> as to why I did that. Maybe, maybe subconsciously. I don't know. It's fine. Um, He'd so have to figure also, out how to use his phone first. <laughs> Continue. Uh, all right. So go ahead and head over to uh, head over to fandompodcast.com. Check out the show notes. Use the app that you're listening to this in, whatever you're doing. Check out those affiliate links. We have an Audible affiliate link, a CBS All Access affiliate link. This Sunday is the last episode of the first season of Discovery. So if you sign up for that seven-day free trial using fandompodcast.com slash CBS, you can binge the entire thing, cancel the trial, not have to pay a dime. So, um, and then there's also the Amazon link that we have over there, fandompodcast.com slash Amazon. All right, guys, now that we've covered all of those bases, until next time. This was a tight ad. And let's never forget the timeless ad of Pumpy Monkey Baby. May the fandom be with you. Hashtag outtakes. 
I'm not sure what I just said. Yes, I said that knowing <laughs> his mother will oh, uh, your your son's mother. Will she say. may she she probably won't. His his dad well, won't care. I'm sure but his Nick mom's gonna kill me. me though. But that's actually I really I really love that he likes talking to Alexa because he's had so much problems with his speech and it has given him motivation to enunciate his words and try really hard to speak. Has he been able to get her and to so, turn on yet? Yes. Oh, good for him. He has. I haven't seen it. And it's and, and and he's also able to talk to Zookeeper and she will understand the animals that he's asking her to do and he just gets so excited and really like just beaming with joy that Alexa was able to understand what he wanted. And it, you know, as a dad watching your son like achieve something, it it's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And with that that yeah. that is that that is pretty cool. I, I doubt Amazon ever thought that that would have been uh you should a go leave a review of and the, say that. of the echoes. And maybe Amazon will give I have I have actually done it on the Zookeeper app. Like that they have, I don't know what they call them. I can't skills. remember what they call them. Skills. Okay. So the skills. skill, the zookeeper skill, I went on and, and said that. And I'm also in a group on Facebook that is for parents with kids that have apraxia. Um, that, you know, just to support like, Hey, this has worked or this hasn't. And I went on there and told, told all like all of them about that. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, Oh my gosh, that is really smart. <laughs> and so, so I mean, get an echo yeah that's pretty cool that that, that is that is pretty so, cool 